Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond the Box Set, where we review films that I guess are just nominated for Oscars, not even Best Picture anymore. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, this is also technically still in the cinema. It's quite sure, recent. Yeah. Sure, okay. Films in the cinema right now, whatever it is, but we review films, and uh, today we're going to do Wreck-It Ralph, probably one and two, I think. Mostly two, but yeah, because yeah. the second one is nominated in Best Animated Feature. Mm-hmm. Um, along this year's Oscars, alongside. I mean, when this episode comes out, it will have already won or not. Yes, I suspect not. Yes, so, me too. <laughs> uh, but it's alongside Into the Spider Verse, Mirai, which is a Japanese film I've not seen Incredibles yet. Incredibles Two and Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs, yeah, because that's the category this year. Um, so yeah, what did you think of Wreck It Ralph Two? Um, I, I don't know. I I really enjoyed Wreck It Ralph One. Mm. Um, I thought it was really good. It was something that hadn't necessarily seen before it didn't feel like a rip-off of anything yeah um i, I guess probably did feel quite original uh and it, it was good really really well animated great fun mm-hmm. um just all around a good time this one was intense it was so much yeah. wasn't it like... <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh i watched these back to back actually i'd not seen the first one before so i thought you know they're very short and easy to watch so i thought i'd just watch them both mm-hmm. at the same time and you know um, and I'm glad I did because actually there's you'd think that you'd be able to watch the second one because it's an animated film as kind of a standalone but it's kind of more complicated than you'd think for a kid's film yeah especially all the stuff of her being a glitch which mm-hmm. I think if I'd not watched the first one I would have been had no idea what was going on with that <laughs> so yeah the first Wreck-It Ralph is um, came out about four or five years ago I think something like that yeah, yeah. it's got stars John C. Riley. it's an animated obviously but it's mm-hmm. jo- the voice of John C. Riley as a v- video game villain from an old kind of mm-hmm. arcade game. arcade game yeah it's a real game i believe wreck it ralph yeah um, yeah and he's kind of a villain who wants to be a good guy he's kind of sick of being the villain all the time because mm-hmm. everyone in the games shuns him uh, and then he goes on a quest to become a good guy I think he needs a medal in the first one he decides to if he, if he say good guys need medals and he sure. doesn't have a medal so he has to it's yeah it's pretty standard you know adventure plot needs to find a special mm-hmm. mcguffin to you know validate himself validate himself Goes off, finds out that the real medal was in his heart the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I liked it. It was, um, it definitely felt like low rent Pixar. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. It wasn't, it wasn't as good. It definitely had that thing of, oh, let's take, let's do something kind of high concept. Let's take something mm-hmm. in the real world, and you know, it definitely had, you know, shades of Inside Out, shades of Toy Story, like mm-hmm. huge shades of Toy Story. It was oh, very yeah. similar to Toy Story, but it was computer games rather than physical games. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it didn't quite have the same charm as a Pixar film. Mm, yeah, I agree. It felt... Well, first of all, the product placement in both is just out of control, <laughs> which I guess is just Disney for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it exists in Toy Story and a lot of Pixar ones as well, but it's so much more egregious in these films. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... The branding is everywhere. Yeah. And I guess because they, they're using primarily things that are in the real world like i know obviously the mr potato head was a real thing and you know a lot of the toys in toy story were real things mm-hmm. as well but also but like the main characters buzz and woody i'm pretty sure were invented made up, yeah. made up for them. and yeah, obviously they then became hugely successful merchandising opportunities mm-hmm. so but yeah i don't know, it just it felt i just couldn't help but notice how product placementy it was for us and it kind of took away from the film a little bit for me yeah but it was it was a good romp like uh so when you mean product placement do you actually mean um 
like brands being shown, or do you mean just references? As like, and here's Sonic. I guess it was both. Yeah, yeah. It felt almost like Pixar meets Shrek. Mm-hmm. It was like a Pixar idea with a Shrek, like a DreamWorks, you know, execution. Wow. Okay. So yeah, there was a lot of just like, <laughs> oh, here's some references that people over twenty five will recognise. Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. and all, and Pac Man and all these old games, which mm-hmm. was fun for me because I'm of that generation who played most of those games. Mm-hmm. So you know, I enjoyed it, but. There is something a bit lazy about that, I think, sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then also, yeah, there, there was just a lot of brands were featured as well. Like, you could, more so in the second one, which yeah. we'll get to. But, but then in the second one, they kind of wrote that into the plot a lot They more. did, but it still was there. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. what came first, the plot, or they need to put all these brands in? You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But like, I, I, I did enjoy just things like, oh, yeah, that is how e- eBay is. Yeah, yeah. Just, well, no, it, yeah just like that. It got some good jokes out of it. Like I said, I, I definitely, yeah. yeah. I would I would say it's well written. Mm, I thought it had some clever. They both both of them had some clever jokes and some not so clever jokes. Mm-hmm. The second one really. The first one was such a simple story, and I think that works really well for it. Mm-hmm. Like it's really basic. He goes on an adventure to you know prove he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Some comedy ensues. He gets a little sidekick, uh, Vanellope, who's like a racing car mm-hmm. uh, character, um, played voiced by Sarah Silverman. Uh, you know, there's a fairly standard villain. It's like a, the king of Candyland, I think it is, who seems like he's not a villain. Then at the end, it turns out he is the villain. Sure. You don't remember this at all, do you? Uh, bits and pieces. He was voiced by Alan Tudyk. Um, yeah. And yeah, he was in the first film. He is. It turns out in the first film that. So the sidekick, Sarah Silverman's character, Vanellope, in her game, she's not allowed to play because she's a glitch. She's like a character that was programmed into the game when it was being built and then mm-hmm. wasn't actually used mm-hmm. so it just ends up she's just lost in the game she's not allowed to play she does play the game will break and she'll be deleted so we think yeah. but it turns out that actually the villain the king of candyland is an old um computer game character from another game who was switched off i think right and went mad and broke broke his way into the hair, into the hair game and reprogrammed it so he was the king and she's actually supposed to be the princess of the game. Got it. And wiped everyone's memories to make them think she was the glitch. You see, even that's quite complicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but on the whole, it was a pretty simple story. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, in the end, the bad guy dies, you know, gets defeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ralph saves the day, you know, gets to be gets to, gets to to be a hero. Mm-hmm. You know? He learns his place in the world and all, all is well. Yeah, perfectly nice. The second one, I think it just like it had some big ideas and some clever, definitely some clever references went on there, you know. But it really got lost in the weeds for me. It got so overly convoluted. Yeah, really. Especially in the second half, it was like I'm, I'm 33 and I'm struggling to follow this. How are like eight year olds following this? This is nonsense. Like, I don't think I was struggling to follow it. I think it was uh, the the second half, maybe the last half hour mm-hmm. was just too much they were, they were just trying to do and then this happens and then yeah. there's this and then mm. this yeah and it, it just kind of started building more and more things when it really should have been wrapping up yeah exactly that's what I mean yeah it was just mm. kept adding more and so it just yeah so at the beginning of the second one it picks up pretty much shortly after the first one so mm-hmm. Ralph and his Vanellope are just hanging out being friends all as well mm-hmm. and then it introduces the internet which apparently has only just been in, installed in this arcade yes or Wi-Fi anyway I guess before they just had dial up Sure. I mean, it's a but it 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 really does beg the question. Like, when is this set? Yeah. Because like the guy's computer is old, mm-hmm. um, and he's got to plug a Wi-Fi dongle into it. Yeah. And that installs Wi-Fi, and that's the first internet he seems to have in this place. Well, he's an old guy who runs an arcade store. He's probably not very you know technologically savvy. Sure, sure. 
Because um, it's also got a lot of modern, you know, like iPhones and you know. Yeah, that's what's going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, then there's all the all the stuff that you ha- that you find in the internet is all yeah. present day. Yeah. Which is a little bit odd. Also, mm. why is he installing Wi-Fi in an arcade? That seems like a bad idea. How do you mean? Because then people are just going to go and play on their phones. How is he making money out of that? Oh, didn't occur to me. I don't know. Everywhere has Wi-Fi these days. Sure. Yeah. Maybe you just need it from. Who knows? I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. The point yeah, is, yeah. the internet kind of is brought in, and then. Oh, the so she Penelope. Vanellope. I keep want to say Penelope, but it's Vanellope. Mm-hmm. It's an odd name. It doesn't really mm. come out natural naturally. She is. She's getting a bit bored of her own game. Because she, she constantly just races the same three tr- tracks all the time. Mm-hmm. So Ralph tries to help her by building a new track. In the process, accidentally ends up breaking the game. And the uh, uh, the steering wheel from the gate that the human characters use to play the game gets mm-hmm. broken. And because it's like a, f- a really ancient game, the, the owner is basically can't afford to replace it so he's like well we just yeah. have to shut down the game which yeah. means that everyone in, in the game becomes homeless mm-hmm. all the games are like connected in this like central hub in both films where they just kind of there's like a lobby a waiting area where mm-hmm. they just hang out when they're not playing um so the adventure is that ralph and vanellope go into the internet mm-hmm. hence the title to find a to, to find, find ebay to find that steering wheel, to find on, that steering wheel on ebay yes yeah. so and then it's just and then they find it. There's only one left mm-hmm. on sale, and it's very expensive. Well, no, it's not. It's not very expensive. They just don't realize what money is. Oh, that's true. Well, it's somewhat. <laughs> exp- it's like it costs a couple hundred dollars, which is expensive for what it is. But then, yeah, they don't understand how eBay works and end up bidding the way up to like something ridiculous, like forty thousand dollars to yeah. for it. So, which is pretty funny. Uh, and then they have to somehow come up with forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars to be able to afford the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far, so fairly simple. But then it gets into all of this stuff with the methods they do is that Ralph becomes a viral sensation. Well, they try and... On YouTube? Well, first they um, they click on a pop-up ad. Like yeah. A get rich quick kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of funny because they get taken back to this guy's, this office essentially. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've never had a customer. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and it's obvious because it's just like a garage full of crap. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so I've, oh, I forgot what it is that they actually do then to try and make money or something. Are they trying to sell something? Or? Oh, yeah, they're trying to sell... Um, oh, well, first they're just selling, like, crap. They're just trying to, they are just selling clickbait kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, but then they need to make more money. They try to sell add-ons to popular online video games. Because like, they go into this one called... Slaughter race, yeah. And is it the idea that the the, the the secret car that you need to unlock, people will pay thousands of dollars? Ah, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's what. It, yeah, so they, yeah. so they click on a pop up ad, and then yeah. it's like, yeah, you can get rich if you just find this add on in this game and sell yeah. it. Yeah, which is what people do. There are people who professionally play games against the highest levels and then sell their profiles to mm. other gamers. Yeah, which I don't understand why people would pay money for that because surely the point of the game well, is the playing. Then, then, then you're the, then, then you're at the best level. I guess. I guess. Sure. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree yeah. with you, but still, yeah. So they do, yeah. So the, uh, this is the thing. A lot of the plot points the, and the jokes in this one really felt aimed at adults and not children. Mm-hmm. Like, how many eight-year-olds do that? Like, you know, because this is really a film for small children. You'd think, but everything about it. What was, you mean, do in-app purchases? Millions. Oh, I guess they do, yeah. But not like. It's pretty much what it is. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I mean, just like buying whole profile, and then also with like the dark web and all that. Just I don't know. A, mm. a lot of the stuff that's yes, kids make in-app purchases, but they don't really. I don't think they know what it is particularly. No. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. This is much more about... 
pulling back the, the curtain on all of that stuff in some ways, you know, yeah. in, in a jokey, cartoonish kind of way. But yeah. Well, maybe you're looking at this from a very adult point of view where mm. you understand all these things and you're missing some of the things that are just more sort of aimed at the kid's point of view. Well, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. Because, you know, it's not for you and so you're just not finding those things. Yeah, that's right. Maybe just the shiny colours and the running around and, you know, maybe yeah. that was enough for the kids. I don't know. to go on a bit, of a, a bit of an adventure. Sure. And, I mean, and be honest, how many kids' films did you watch under the age of 10 that you actually fully understood having rewatched as an adult? No, that's fair. Probably not many. Mm. Yeah. But I just feel like when I watch a Pixar one or even like a classic Disney one, like even if there are jokes, even if it's trying to be a little bit more intelligent, like Inside Out or mm-hmm. something, there's still, I just didn't think it did it as successfully. It felt mm-hmm. like the two sides were a bit, I don't know, it, it weighed a bit too heavily on the jokes for grown-ups kind of side. I just yeah. I couldn't really see, whereas on all the other ones, I can, I can appreciate it on both levels. Well, it's just things like... Um... Okay, so now that this guy's going to tell us how to get rich, okay, we need to find that thing and mm-hmm. sell it, and that's how we'll be able to buy the thing on eBay. Sure, I'm sure that kids understand can understand the concept of buying something in a shop. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not um, saying. Yeah. And you know, they've got got to make the money for that. Well, they might not understand it, but they probably will after this. That's not too difficult. Sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, they still get that story there. But then when it's things to like the dark web, mm-hmm. I'll just be like, okay, the characters have just gone to the shadowy place in the lion king pretty much but there's just a lot of references of like oh no don't 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 look in that book that says boobs or whatever mm-hmm. okay yeah maybe maybe i'm overthinking this i've one. never been on the dark web no, no i don't think it's boobs that's just the web <laughs> yeah <laughs> and bless your naive little cotton socks um, um yeah so they go into the dark web uh, to oh no they do, do they well live? no no this is when they go in this, they, they go into that game yeah and uh, she's a really good racer and like they nearly get out of the game with this car like they manage to steal the car mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah the last minute they get stopped or whatever but the other game is well the characters in the game they're not bad guys and so no. they're just kind of like oh nice try yeah and let them go or something and so then and oh and and, and then she tells Ralph how to actually get rich. Mm-hmm. And something just like, oh, yeah, like if I, just, if I just film me screaming or something, that'll go viral. Yeah, he just starts making stupid videos that go viral because in the real world, and, kids and, are watching so, yeah, that, that's, that's really classic. Like, he he, he goes character. to BuzzTube headquarters, which yes. does he knock off YouTube. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, like a cross of BuzzFeed and YouTube, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and speaks to the, the, the owner or something like that who's played by somebody. Uh, yeah, it's Taraji P. Henson. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she tells him how to just get likes and likes equals money. Yes. And uh, yeah, then it's all just essentially a marketing campaign of him parodying many different famous videos. Yes. Which, yeah, I don't understand where the kids are going to get that, but I don't know what the kids are looking at on the internet these no, days. No, that's true, so, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe they are looking at that video of, of Screaming Goat, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's been and gone. These yeah. kind of things never age particularly well, because no. they're, by nature they're very ephemeral. Mm. But yeah, so he's trying to make money to buy this to buy the steering wheel so they can get back to their original game. But Vanellope is getting closer to the characters from the racing game. Mm-hmm. The, what, uh, what, Slaughter Race or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's an online role-playing one, so it's got a lot more options than her game does. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you can do a different race each day if you want to. And mm-hmm. So she decides, she starts to think she might want to stay in this game real often than go home. Um, and that's when, when, when Ralph finds out about that, he gets very upset because she's like his only friend, his best mm-hmm. friend, and he doesn't want to lose her. So he goes to the dark web to try and sabotage the game so that she'll want to go back to her original game. Uh, yeah, he buys, a, does he buy or just 
take, I don't know, a virus. Yes. But just like it, it will find any insecurity mm-hmm. in a game or something. Yeah. Well, and, this is uh, when it got a little bit complicated. And, and, and it'll just like replicate it everywhere. Yeah, you're right. This is definitely where it gets complicated. Um, I mean, I th- I'm not sure if this is the point where you've skipped over a bit, mm-hmm. um, which is the whole reason why I kind of wanted to do this episode was just the whole Disney tie-in. Oh, yeah, no, I was, we were going to talk about it, yeah. But... Yeah, so like, I think when, when Ralph's off doing all his videos and stuff, mm-hmm. she then goes to ohmydisney.com. Yes. Which, which as soon as they said ohmydisney.com, I was like, that is... Just awful plugging. <laughs> I mean, <I'm... laughs> and and then they took it to the next level. Yeah, I, maybe controversially, this is easily my favorite part of the movie. Well, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> this, but this this whole section felt like it could have been like a really good short. Yes, like it it, it really stood apart from the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. It was just a little a little in the middle of this quite complicated film. We're gonna drop in a fun ten minute little short video about Penelope having some adventures with all the Disney ca- classic characters. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, it was good, and I I, I liked that uh, they got a lot of the original voice actors back as well. They did it was so they she runs into all of the Disney princesses basically. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, and um, yeah, all all the ones whose voice original voice actors are still like alive and working, um, they come back. So it's got the original Ariel, the original Belle, the original mm-hmm. um, everyone else. I don't know Snow. Well, not the original Snow White because she's definitely dead. But Tangled, the Frozen people, yeah. Moana, all of them, all of them, um, yeah. The, you know those more modern ones and yeah. Yeah, um, and it's only really kind of pokes fun at like Disney princess cliches yeah. stuff. And, yeah. I, I'm not sure how I felt about uh, the animation of this bit mm-hmm. of um, how they didn't like try and mix animation, which is something that Into the Spider Verse did, and that's why that's a better animated film. Sure, is they did different animation styles. This one, like they didn't do, like they didn't have um, what's her face from uh, bloody hell, what's going on. Um, from no it's not Tangled Brave Brave god damn it yeah they they didn't have what's a face from Brave um, looking like the Pixar character they had it looking the same as everybody else did like cheaper yeah well yeah like Disney animation yes like Moana and Tangled and Frozen style yes they all you know they have a look Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah it was weird that she's in a different animated style and then of course all the cartoon characters are animated as well which... yeah because that could have been a fun joke to have them be 2d yeah it just felt lazy yeah it did well yeah that's it this film definitely feels a little bit lazier than it's not as ambitious as the pixar films are definitely no in terms of like this certainly in terms of the way it's animated mm. uh yeah but was... i also found it a bit lazy that uh although it was good they used the joke that uh again what's her face from brave no one can understand what she says because she's scottish yeah which is it's a good joke, mm-hmm. but it's literally a joke out of Brave, and it's not towards her character. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, every joke that they did was a joke out of their original films. Like, you know, oh, was it okay? Yeah, well, you know, Ariel talks about you know, oh, did you sell your your voice to a sea witch for legs? She's like, no, who would do that? That's crazy. Like, <laughs> like you all sound like you have horrible lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I thought that was yeah, that was a good a good little ske- sketch. I think mm-hmm. I think Ariel was the clear standout. Uh, yes, yes. She got the most. Like she had the most to do. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I liked that they all just got into loungewear. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, they all get out of their like crazy frocks and just wear yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sweatpants. They're like, oh, this is heaven. Thank yeah, <laughs> that was good. And there's a little cameo from it. Well, there's lots of Star Wars stuff, obviously, because mm. that's also in the Disney, you know, crop now. And uh, Anthony Daniels and C3PO. Yes, he he crops up, and we get he's a little good. Groot as well. Oh yes, a little, a fun little Groot moment. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. They um, they lent into that quite quite well. I think the Star Wars and Marvel things. Yeah, they they kind of worked. The princesses stuff. Yeah, yeah 
it was good. I was yeah, going to say it was a little deep, but no, it was good. Yeah. Um, it wasn't too much of the film, and it no, was, they it, used it, it just it, the right it, amount, which is yeah, not too much. And it, yeah. it was fun pretty yeah. much all the way. Yeah, it was enough to sustain a short film, which is what it should have been. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then it gets to the last forty-five minutes to an hour, which is goes the end. Bananas. Yeah. yeah. So Pun intended. Yeah. No. Why? What's the joke? Because he's a monkey or something. Well, it's not a monkey. Oh, I was thinking of Donkey Kong. I was just yeah. completely mixed up. <laughs> Have you actually watched this film? <laughs> hey, they're similar characters. They stand I suppose. On, I mean, he, they stand he, on a building and destroy things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he he does look a bit like Donkey Kong. You're right. But he's and Donkey Kong is in the first one, I believe. Um, if, if not this one as well. Possibly. I, no, I don't think any of the Nintendo ones are because there's no Mario either. I think for some reason they couldn't get the rights to the Nintendo characters, but they, they, have, they have a lot of Sega. But I don't mm, think okay. they've got any Nintendo. Okay, cool. yeah. My bad. Yeah. No, they might. You might have been. I know for a fact that they tried to get Mario and couldn't. Maybe they've got. Maybe they did have Donkey Kong. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, well, they definitely didn't have uh, any any of the Mario, Princess Peach, Luigi characters. No, no, they didn't. No. Um, but yes, it uh, it got out of hand. It did. So he goes into the dark web and unleashes this virus onto her game, onto the racing game. Yes, which finds her as an insecurity because she's, she's got that glitch, glitch. Yeah. and then it ruins the game, mm-hmm. and so then. Uh, what what's her face? The the taller lady who did all, who was also a voice actor. Of some kind. It was Gal Gadot. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention like like Gal Gadot, great in Wonder Woman. Don't find her to have the most interesting speaking voice. It's, it's just normal. It's fine. It's, just, it's not even normal. She's got like this very slow, like low energy speaking voice. Do you think? I, I just found it a weird. The whole film I was like, this character's really dull sounding. Who's who's doing this voice? And then I went. Oh, it's Gal Gadot. Makes mm. sense. She does have quite a dull voice. Yeah. So, yeah. I know that character could have been more fun if they had someone a bit more action, you know, a bit more sassy doing that voice. She just seems to be very blandly reading the lines. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, so then Gal Gadot says to Glitch that, or whatever her name is, mm-hmm. um, that she's got to get Vanellope. out. She, she's got to get out because the game's going to reset and it's going to be fine for her, for Gal Gadot, because she's part of the game, but mm-hmm. not for Glitch, she'd get reset or something. So yeah. she leaves. Um, but I think the virus like breaks it, breaks out with her or something. Yes. And then, uh, oh, and then that, that, that's when her and Ralph they have their essentially friend breakup thing. Yeah, she finds out that Ralph was the reason that the virus infected the game. Yeah. So then they have a bit of an argument, um, go their separate ways, and then the virus scans Ralph, finds him very insecure because yeah. of said argument. Yes. And just replicates him. Yes. All over the internet. Mm-hmm. And Ralph literally breaks the internet, as the title suggests. Mm-hmm. Which really feels like they wrote the title first. Oh, 100%. 100% <laughs> they did. How do we make this happen? <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it just it just gets... It just goes to one thing after another, really, and it's mm-hmm. just a bit much. Well, yeah, because then there's thousands and thousands of Ralphs running around, but they're all... they Well... So they're kind of taken over each skyscraper, which represents a website, you know, like Google or Wikipedia or something. Yes. Um, and they just sort of take over each one. You see in the real world how the internet is just sort of people losing their connection or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and uh, yeah, so then they try and simplify it by all these monsters. Are, they now just all sort of band together and just become one giant Ralph. Yeah, which so- looked horrifying <laughs> really really obsessing like, <laughs> if I was a kid I think that would have made me cry like, yeah it, it's genuinely nightmarish like, it, it wasn't pleasant to look no. at also I didn't think it was fantastically well animated no it looked awful yeah. it looked that was made it, what made it even scarier because it looked like shit like, yeah <laughs> um, yeah and so then it's just 
Ralph and Vanellope have to fight Giant Ralph. Giant Ralph is basically King Kong. Yes, and they literally do that joke. Yeah, he's like climbing the skyscraper. He picks her up in, in his big fist and yeah. like crushing her. Oh no, he's crushing Ralph. He's crushing the real Ralph. Yes. Because all, all of these cloned Ralphs, they're not him fully. They're just the manifestation of his security. So all they want is Vanellope. They're very like possessive and they just want Vanellope. Uh, to, yeah. Yeah. They want to possess her, much like King Kong wants to possess you know, the woman in the King Kong yeah. movies. Favourite. Another reason why I got mixed up with Donkey Kong at this point. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm beginning <laughs> to see it now. Yeah, yeah. Right. He was also not King Kong, but yes, I don't even. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then so at the end, you know, they save the day by repairing their friendship. She she says that she'll always be Ralph's friend, even mm-hmm. though they might not necessarily stay in the same game all the time. The Disney princesses save their lives, and I think yeah. that Ralph ends up in Snow White's dress or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the, the they overcome the virus. The virus kind of is calmed down and kind of disappears. But then the fo- Ralph's falling down the skyscraper mm-hmm. and the Disney princesses come back for a little cameo to mm-hmm. save his life using all of their weapons and hair and singing mm-hmm. and powers and stuff. Yeah. It just <laughs> silly. Yeah, it was very silly. That, yeah. that was fine, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then it kind of ends with them kind of... About half an hour later. About half an hour later, yeah. Um, with them going their separate ways but staying friends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the plot of it, I guess. It is... Um... Yes, there was a lot to this film. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think bits of it were, were well written. And what I was referring to earlier was just, like, all the Easter eggs and stuff. I yeah. think that they were done quite well. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I did not enjoy um, this. It was a perfectly enjoyable film. Like, yeah, yeah. There were definitely some funny bits. You know, of, like, Google being this mega skyscraper that's just kind of dominating the whole city. Yes. Works perfectly. Yeah, exactly. It was a good manifestation of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, Pinterest being... Like, yeah, they have a fight with a giant pin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just... Oh, I liked all the autocorrect jokes. That was funny as well. I don't remember. Not autocorrect, autocomplete. When they're trying to ask Google some questions oh, and yes. it keeps giving them autocorrect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, was good. That wasn't Google. That was... was that not Google? Or was that Ask Jeeves or something? No, no, like... it wasn't, no, it wasn't anything. Was it not? Oh. No, I don't know why it wasn't Ask Jeeves. Yeah, well, nobody uses Ask Jeeves anymore. Well, that's why it would be such a small little search. Oh, I see. Yeah, in, but, oh, finally, a customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, where's Pies in London? But Sweeney started, like, a customer. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have been good. See, so then it could have called that character Jeeves. Yes. As well. Oh, that would have um, been funny. Yeah, that would have been great. We've identified, or we've identified several ways in which this movie could easily have been improved. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it was still a good joke. Um, just could have been better, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you rate out of 10 then? Um, I'd give this a 6. I'd give it a 5. Yeah. I'm not going to come back to this. I enjoyed the first one quite a lot and I've always meant to rewatch it. This one's put me off. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah you're right. 6 or 5. It, it was perfectly average. Mm. Uh, in terms of the, we've seen four of the five now of the animated films. We've not never seen Mirai yet, I believe. Mm. So out of the four, I know that you Spider Man, Spider Verse is your number one, mm-hmm. same as mine. And then the other ones are Incredibles two and um, Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs. Um, I think that I enjoyed Isle of Dogs more than Incredibles two and Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that means for like animation though. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Incredibles. Uh, Isle of Dogs is pretty well animated. That does look yeah. fantastic. Um, no, the, the, these neither those neither Incredibles two nor this sp- sp- definitely not this didn't feel like they were doing anything particularly new with animation. They were just yeah standard, you know, CGI. You know, as it is, as you'd expect to see in a Disney film. Yeah, there was no yeah. moment when I looked at this and was like, "Wow, this film looks beautiful," because mm-hmm. it didn't. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, th- I think probably Incredibles two and then Rocket Ralph. I just remember how just boring cause... I found Incredibles 2. Whereas I wasn't really bored with this. I was more like bemused. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I don't know. But yeah, I think Incredibles 2 is definitely a step above artistically. 
Yeah. Even if I didn't like a lot of what he was doing. Yeah. So yeah, I'd probably say that that was... I mean, I don't remember uh, the plot to Incredibles 2. It was... There hardly was one. It was incredibly dull. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was all just about branding and marketing and, you know, can a woman have it all? It was just a lot of... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Saul Goodman was the villain or something? Yes. Something like that. I don't remember. I don't think I'll watch it again. Uh, yeah, so I put that in third and this in fourth, but neither of them. There's a huge gap between Spider-Verse and Isle of Dogs and then an even bigger gap between Isle of Dogs and these those two, I think. Yeah, so. I wouldn't say there's a huge gap between Spider-Verse and Isle of Dogs. There's a gap, but it's there's not. a big gap. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say it's huge. I wouldn't be surprised if Isle of Dogs takes the award. I'll, I'll, just, be, I'll be angry, Yeah, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I meant personally in terms of how, how much oh, okay. I enjoyed them. Like, mm. I loved Spider-Verse and yes. Isle of Dogs. I kind of thought it was nice. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, well, uh, thank you everybody for listening and thank you for subscribing. Catch you next time. Yep, let's see you next week. Bye. Bye. Let's go beyond, beyond the box set. <laughs>